So, congratulations. You guys have decided that you're going to get married and you're getting ready to walk down the aisle and you guys are engaged in all the really pleasant stuff of planning a wedding. I know I say pleasant tongue-in-cheek because we all know, well, for those of us who've been married anyway, that planning a wedding is no small feat and you're going to be in love, uh, involved in a lot of discussions on the uh, cultural front, on the religious front, all kinds of discussions that are going to make you guys blow your top because you'll find out that you've been coming at some things from slightly different angles, different assumptions, different cultural backgrounds, and those sorts of things. Now, why is that important today? Because you will find, as you guys grow in your relationship and as you grow in the marriage, that it's easy to get dissatisfied with the quality of the interactions that you guys have. So that might have been an issue while you guys are dating, but things get ramped up a little bit when you decide to get married and when you actually do get married. Because some questions which could be pushed into the past cannot be pushed anymore. For instance, um, the whole thing of which church you're going to go to. Let's assume that um, you are mountain of fire and uh, she or your other partner is, uh, let's say, redeemed. And you guys have been switching back and forth every other Sunday. You go to one church and then the other. It's been easy to push the buck down the road. But then when it comes time to plan for the wedding, that question kind of stares you guys in the face because that's the first one of the bigger questions which church are you going to get married in or um which mosque assuming you're from uh, uh different islamic sects so um and then when the kids come the questions become even much more pronounced so there's going to be plenty of opportunity for you guys to be dissatisfied with the quality of your interactions now this episode is not meant to be a downer but I'm just trying to put one question to the forefront, and that is that if you are dissatisfied with the quality of the interactions you guys are having so far, does that mean you should quit? And yes, it's kind of tied into the whole divorce thing that we spoke about the last time. So if you're unhappy with the quality of your interactions, with the quality of your life so far, does that mean you should quit? Of course, that depends on what stage that you guys are in. If you guys are still boyfriend and girlfriend and still at the lovey-dovey stage, no firm commitments, then I guess there's no harm in calling it quits, especially if you think some of these minor things that you're kicking down the road are actually insurmountable. And you think that even though you love this guy or girl and that the sun and the moon rise and set on their behind, you just think that it's going to be too much of an uphill task and you're going to quit now. No one can fault you. After all, you guys haven't really entered into any firm commitments per se. Now, things get a little bit sketchy after um, the proposal and you have gotten both members of the family involved and you're going through the process of discerning marriage. When things come up, does that mean you should quit? Again, my own opinion, and I'm going to defer to the professionals on this one. So remember that even though these are just my own personal opinions, you should always be discerning with the professionals involved, your marriage counselor, your pastor, your sex therapist, your whoever it is that you are consulting with to help discern and make all these um, decisions. So I would uh, defer to them. 
But you guys haven't gotten to the point of making an indissoluble commitment, which is what marriage is. So if anyone is going to, um, let's just say no one can blast you if you guys decide to call it quits after this stage. You've proposed, you've told both families, but you guys haven't quite gone to the extent of having the uh, traditional wedding or uh, the church wedding. Now, after the traditional wedding, now maybe that's where things start getting a little bit naughty because, or when I say naughty, I, I don't, I mean K-N-O, not N-A-U-G-H-T-Y. Uh, because you have made some sort of firm commitment to the outside world. But fortunately or unfortunately, the traditional forms of marriage do allow for the bride price to be returned and for things to be packed up if things are not moving uh, quite according to plan. And the same thing with the white, um, sorry, with the uh, registry wedding. That's what you're going to do before the court. Although I don't know if um, no-fault divorces are a thing in Nigeria yet. That is where both of you can get to say we want to get divorced and we're not going to provide the court with any reason. So that's a thing in some states in America and I think it's gaining ground in the United Kingdom um, as well. But if you guys have gone as far as... Um, getting married um, in the church and if it's a Christian wedding, there are ideas around it about it being indissoluble so long as you do have a valid marriage. And remember that when I have these conversations, I am not entertaining extreme examples that involve um, extreme physical and emotional abuse and uh, things of that nature because I'm not a professional and it's not something I can talk uh, speak to and I won't bother speaking about on this podcast because I think really these are uh, ones that have involve um, your life, your health and your safety uh, are best handled um, by the professionals and not just by people like me spouting off um, ideas about what can and what can't be done. Now, I hope I've been able to paint a picture that shows that there is kind of a gradient that moves from when you guys start toasting the whole, hey, I think you're cute, um, all the way to I promise to have and hold. So there's a gradient of um, promises and commitments that are made and that will help you discern what to do when you're dissatisfied with the quality of the interaction that you guys are having. However, there's going to be one skill that both of you are going to absolutely need to have no matter what stage of the relationship and the process of discerning that you're currently in. And that is handling difficult conversations. Because relationships are fun, relationships are beautiful, and marriage is wonderful. But to navigate it, we need to have the skill of being able to handle difficult conversations in a very mature manner. Because... If the issue is there, but you're a hothead of a guy and you keep flaring up and your babe can't get a word in, you're making the matter unnecessarily worse. So financial problems are a problem in themselves. Um, but if you're a guy who is um, a hothead and prone to uh, bursts of rage, then the problem is going to get a whole lot worse because you're now going beyond the normal frustrations that financial difficulties bring and um, you're entering another um, well let's say another sphere where you have somebody being stifled in the conversation so if we don't have the skills for handling difficult conversations in an adult and open manner then our problems are going to get unnecessarily compounded so as you get ready to walk down the aisle 
planning about uh, wedding dates, locations, venues, colors, menus, friends, photography, video, uh, honeymoon, and all that. Remember to speak to the professionals about this particular thing, handling difficult conversations. So ask your pastor, pastor, how do we have difficult conversations? If you're Catholic and you're in the group, um, uh, the group sessions, because they tend to be uh, happen in a group, something that you can ask the moderator or the priest. How do we handle um, difficult uh, conversations? Yes, you've told us that this is what is ideal, this is what the truth is, this is what we should be aiming for. But when we have differences of opinions, how are we supposed to handle this? And it's the same thing when you guys enter into the marriage and um, you're having uh, differences in um, expectations or sexual inadequacies or whatever. It's something that you guys need to be talking to the professional about. Talking to your marriage therapist or your sex therapist, you know, how are we supposed to handle um, the difficult uh, conversations around our experiences and what our expectations are. So as we're getting ready and planning all the other beautiful, wonderful, fun stuff that go along with getting married, let's remember to plan for some of the tough eventualities that will come because these things do in fact come. So it's not whether they will come or not. It is the nat it. The only variable is what kind of difficulties are you guys going to have and how you guys are going to face it. So how do you handle difficult conversations? I'm not a professional, so I'm not going to give any guidelines uh, there because I'm not, um, I'm not a professional, so I have no professional opinion on what to give. Except for the same time old thing that I've been saying over and over again for a very long time on this podcast that these things involve open spirits of uh, discernment. So you guys should be able to speak um, honestly and uh, freely and safely in an atmosphere that you're sure that your opinions will be heard and uh, that you're not going to get um, shut down. You know, By the time you shut down your wife or your girlfriend three, four times, rest assured you're not going to get the... Um, you're not going to get to the core of what it is that is on her mind and what it is that she's aiming for and the same thing for um, a man in fact some in some cases we require even less to trigger uh, to trigger the off switch so open spirit of discernment and always make sure that you're speaking to the professional but beyond whether to get a wedding photographer or not and by all means please get a wedding photographer because that is how i make a living and others in my own boat so by all means get a wedding photographer so that people like us can pay our school fees but once you're done with all that fun stuff you guys at every single stage in the relationship from i think you're cute to i promise to have and hold learn how to handle difficult conversations because that is what is going to improve the quality of your life and improve the quality of your interactions so thank you very much for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. I'm your host, a Buja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording, where I hope to be able to bring more value and different perspectives. And also, I'd like to apologize that this recording is a day late, and that's because I mentioned at the last recording that I was going to have a wedding for Friday and Saturday, an out-of-town wedding in Suleja. And I was absolutely knackered by the time everything was done. And I ended up pretty much just wasting Sunday. So that's the reason why I didn't make any recording on Sunday. Because I woke up and then there was kids and then there was church. And I pretty much just wasted the whole day.
Anyway, no wedding lined up for next week, so the recording should happen on time, as promised, on either Saturday or Sunday. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you at the next episode.